I screwed that up. <laughs> I had no audio. Uh, let me tweet that. Uh, I had no audio. Problem solved. New link. <sighs> Just feels like one of those days. Days? Weeks? Months? Decades. <laughs> um, as people start to filter back in, uh, I was trying to fix some audio before this. It didn't work. I can actually see my levels moving now. So yeah, yeah, it's okay now. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and what I was trying to fix is last week, a couple of people said there was a little bit of a, like a low hum, like a low hiss, low pass filter, whatever it is kind of thing. And I was trying to fix that today. And I don't think I have. I think there's still a little bit of it there. And I started mucking around with audio devices where I've even got this freaking cloud lifter thing here sitting on my desk, which I used to use. Um, and then, frankly, I don't really have a lot of time because I'm meant to go and drink beer in about 15 minutes. I'm literally drinking a cup of tea <laughs> before that. It's actually tea, too, like you can just see from the camera. It's not one of those, I'm holding a coffee mug, therefore I must be drinking tea. By the way, it's beer. No, it's tea. So, mm. Buddha, Buddha Tears tea. Proof. <laughs> there's there's the, uh, the tea bag. Oh, the tea bag, the infuser thing. Ah, uh, so yeah, Srijan, apologies if I mispronounced that, so there's still a bit of a hiss, uh, better than nothing, yeah, look, I, I know, and I, I honestly thought about, do I just go and do it with the, the iPhone and the external mic and everything, I think I want to try and fix this properly tomorrow, what I really want to fix properly is my Apollo Twin from Universal Audio that I've had for more than a year, I still can't get to work with the microphone, um, without it like killing the video and I, I know it's super weird but if I'm streaming the video then it doesn't work so I think I'm just going to carve out a day to, to try and fix that anyway so what I was saying <laughs> to absolutely nobody other than myself because I was muted is that I would normally have done this video yesterday it was the last day of the school holidays for our kids we, we had this extended school holidays because COVID so I meant to have gone back uh, what is it like 10 days, 11 days, calendar days earlier. Uh, but because COVID, they all got an extended school holiday. But not all the schools did that. Different schools did different things. So we're like, okay, well, a bunch of kids are back at school. You're not. Let's go to theme park. So we're at Wet and Wild for a day. And this is like Wet and Wild, the theme park. We will talk about another breach for which that name could have been connected in other... Ah, stuff it. Move on. <laughs> um... Fritz says, uh, wearing a sweater, cold streak. Uh, good evening, morning all. Well, y y yes and no. So it is a little bit windy and a little bit dreary. Um, but also, I was only wearing a tank top underneath this. And, and I was like, oh, I should be a bit more presentable. And I didn't feel like going and getting a T-shirt. And this was just laying around. So anyway, yes, it's, it's a it, it is a cold streak. It's down to 25 degrees in my office. Celsius. So yes, a little bit cold. Okay, um, yes, I see Per here saying there is a white noise like a fan. Yeah, the only thing is, I'm pretty sure it's, it's not picking any of that up. Uh, by pure coincidence, this week coming, so the Friday coming actually, uh, Thursday, Friday, is the day where my acoustic panelling goes on the wall there and the ceiling there. Now, you won't see any of it from there, but I'll post some photos later on. So I am going to be giving a whole bunch of new attention to trying to get my audio absolutely spot on. And I've got to figure out where this regressed. I don't know. Alrighty, let me talk about a few things. I've put a few notes here for what I'll be talking about today, and I'm going to do them fairly briefly, just in the interest of time today. 
Uh, 3D printing versus painting. Now, I just thought this was worth just touching on very, very quickly. I shared a, a photo via tweet uh, of a PowerPoint on my wall where it wasn't quite painted all the way around. I had some PowerPoints replaced. Um, long story why, but anyway. The new ones are very, very slightly smaller. And when the Sparky electrician fitted them, you could just see a bit where it hadn't been painted uh, correctly underneath. Now, what wasn't entirely clear on the photo is that it was, it's not just paint. There's actually like a bit of a, a hole there. <laughs> um, so it would basically need to be plastered and painted in order to fix that. I went, I got a 3D printer. I can fix this. I will just make like a bracket, which is only about two mil deep, but ended up being like, a, I, I guess, about a 10 mil border around the PowerPoint. Perfect white match to the PowerPoint problem solved. And a bunch of people are like, why don't you just paint it? Well, first of all, the whole thing. Uh, secondly, I actually don't have the paint. Uh, thirdly, I think I'd stuff it up. <laughs> if I did, I just do not trust myself painting a wall. I've seen professionals do it. I know it's not a high-tech thing, but I'd just, just sort of something I'd screw up. Or I'd spill paint on the floor or something like that. And, and I think part of it as well is it's just it is cool fixing like real-world problems with, uh, with, with a 3D printer. I think it's just kind of a fun thing. Now, I see a few people come in here about Cloudflare and Azure, so let me jump into that. And it's look, it's pretty much what I said here in the, in the titles that they have covered the cost of my enormous bandwidth bill, my eleven thousand Australian dollar bandwidth bill. Uh, so I, I'm just going to choose what I say carefully because I'm, I'm not sure how much of what was said to me by whom is things that I should be relaying or not. But Matthew Prince, the CEO, did tweet publicly and said uh, um, he and and the people at Azure have discussed <laughs> and they're going to cover the bill and they have. So that they literally both made donations via the donations uh, section of Have I Been Pwned uh, of the same amount, which is equal to roughly half of the bill. There's a AUD USD thing, but who cares? It's not an eleven thousand Australian dollar bill hitting my pocket anymore. Now, <laughs> but by doing that, and the fact that many other people did come forward and support as well, it actually means I am in a net positive donation or net positive financial position out of this by virtue of the donations on top of what Microsoft and Cloudflare uh, made, which. I do not recommend this as a way of making money. <laughs> this was a high risk gambit because I was basically 11 grand in the hole and now I've managed to come out on top, which is a nice uh, is a nice outcome. But a few things sort of came out of this that I thought were interesting. Now, obviously, first of all, it was the big lesson that I learned. I spoke about that last week. I cannot escape the fact that Azure bandwidth is exorbitantly expensive. Now, it's not just Azure. They do need to try and be competitive where they can with other cloud providers. Other cloud providers do charge a lot for bandwidth too. But holy cow. <laughs> so the, the, I, I do have something in mind about how to tackle this, irrespective of the fact that Cloudflare is now caching the larger files and I shouldn't ever get hit with a bill at this end. But I do have something in mind. Uh, I'm going to talk about that later on after I do it. There was a bit of a theme, when I say a theme, a small handful of people, I don't know, it's like two or three people, raised something which I did want to touch on. Now, what they said was something to the effect of, it's great that Troy got his bandwidth bill covered, but he's got profile or exposure or whatever you want to call it. What about everyone else? You know, like he only got it because of this. Uh, and I, I, I sort of disagree with this in a, in a couple of ways. 
Now, to be clear, it definitely helps. Like having an audience definitely helps. It helps with everything from a, a case like this through to finding support people to help me with things. If, if I can go out and tweet and there's a couple of hundred thousand followers and a small percentage of them see it, that's still a number of people. So, uh, so that definitely helps. However, I will say a number of people popped up and said uh, there are channels to go through and raise billing issues such as this, excessive charges. And I'm being a bit cautious of the words I use too, because it, I think it is a very expensive product. It obviously took me by surprise, but I knew what the cost was. And I did say this in the blog post. It's on me, and I fully expected to wear 100% of that 11 grand bill myself and just suck it up. Uh, but there are channels, and I did see multiple tweets from other people uh, who I imagine don't have that same level of leverage that people are referring to with me, who did get bills or partial bills or things like that refunded and, and i think that there is a lesson here like if you get taken by surprise there's no harm in asking right it doesn't cost anything to ask so i'd, I'd definitely do that the, the other thing that that i'd add is i and i said this last week <laughs> before i actually had the bill covered uh, i look at this as a net positive in so far as it's allowed me to write something about it I guarantee you there are a bunch of people out there who, after seeing this, went and put an alert on their, their billing uh, or an alert on their bandwidth usage or, or did something which will save them money. Uh, so, yeah, yes, I might have been able to, to, I guess, get out of this debt that I found myself in. But regardless of that, I do think that it's actually something that, that is going to be very valuable uh, to other people. And look, I mean, this fair, not fair, whatever. When you do have, uh, when you do have some leverage, it does make things like this this easier. And I'm absolutely not going to sugarcoat that. Uh, that that helped a lot. Anyway, thank you, Microsoft and Cloudflare and everyone else that donated. I really appreciate that. Hmm. <laughs> Fritz says extra chapter in the book. Yeah, no, I've got to get back to that. I had all this feedback. I, get, I, I don't have time to talk about that today, but I will, will definitely get back to that. Let me talk about something weird. The no strings breach. Now, boy, oh boy, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to actually go to the site that posted this breach, alleged breach, and I'm going to read what it says about it. Um, NoStrings.com.au, Aussie dating site with no strings attached. Like, hump and arrived, I presume. Over 850,000 lines, over 150,000 unique emails. What kind of data do you ask? Very interesting data. Judge yourself. Now, um, I was going to say if you got kids in the car, maybe <laughs> turn it down. But I'm not sure that these words will actually make sense to them if they're kids anyway, so maybe just don't explain it. I am just going to read out the column names. I'm just the messenger, reading the column names. <clears throat> ID, name, email, country, state, city. So far, so good. Birth one, birth two. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is there birth one, birth two? Type, seek, headline, page loaded, marital status, relocate, height one, height two. You will see a pattern here. Body type 1, body type 2, smoking 1, smoking 2, drinking 1, drinking 2, education 1, education 2, occupation 1, occupation 2, race 1, race 2, religion 1, religion 2, sexual orientation 1, sexual orientation 2, male endowment 1, 
Male endowment, two. Circumcised, one. Circumcised, two. Bra size, one. Bra size, two. Description, description chars. Description dots. Ideal person looking for photos used. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, it, it's always interesting when there is a more salacious sort of service in a data breach simply because it it is more impactful. Everyone knows the story about Ashley Madison. Everyone knows people literally killed themselves as a result of the Ashley Madison data breach. Uh, it is, it's a headline maker. Now, this was small, localised being Australian. So in some ways, not really newsworthy but it was more the fact they had this data in there so on to verification so i go through and i grab some mail and addresses go to the website do some password resets uh, the password reset emails come through so yes the email addresses in the alleged breach did exist on the site but as i'm using the site i'm just like this is weird it is weird weird for multiple reasons number one no https now i know i've been harping on about https for a very long time but just about everything has it now, but to not have it at all on a site like this was just extraordinarily odd. The site itself felt very wishy-washy, just weird things. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, section here, current promotion. For the price of just $50, sign up as an life member. And life member, and, and this is like one of the first things I saw, which was really, really weird. And what else are we looking at? Oh, it's copyright 2020 gay pal, as in a play on words of that other really famous brand that we know very, very well. Uh, but then it, it wasn't sort of clear whether it was like a gay dating site or uh, or whatever. I mean, when you sign up, you can decide if you are a man, a woman, or a couple, and what you are looking for. And it could also be a man, a woman, or a couple. You put in your birthday. But it just, it felt just very odd. Now, sometimes, like, you know, when something just doesn't feel right, but you don't necessarily know exactly what it is, you can't really put your finger on it. You know what else is really odd? And I've only just noticed this. that They've got SRI attributes on their JavaScript tags. Let's jump into source code. And the reason I find that a little bit odd is that there are very few sites that actually use SRI. And SRI is not something that we've been using for very long either. Anyway, so the whole thing just feels a little bit weird. And I'm speaking with a couple of different journalists about it because after I tweeted about it, people got really interested. I go through and I ultimately decide, look, I'll, I'll pull all the email addresses, 70,000 something unique email addresses. I went and I found, have I been pwned subscribers in there? And I actually found about 80 of my 4.1 million subscribers in this data set of 70,000 odd email addresses. That's a very, very low hit rate. It's about 0.1 of a percent. And uh, very often I'll find anywhere up to about 1%. So it just felt on the low side. But I was wondering, like, are they real email addresses? Well, those email addresses match verified subscribers on my service who've signed up and then gotten an email and then clicked the link in the email. So, yes, they must be real. So I emailed them, emailed all of them, just BCC'd. Everybody, I tell you what, I look really, really carefully that it's BCC and not CCC. CCC? CC. When I'm sending an email like this. And a bunch of them got back to me and I, I basically went, look, here's, here's the site, here's a link to the tweet, uh, and yeah, here's your line of data. You know, what do you think? 
all the data is fabricated. The email addresses were real, but everything else was fabricated, which is really odd because you've got someone's real email address, but then you've got, you know, they're in like Melbourne, Australia. No, they're in London, you know, or somewhere completely different. Uh, I did have a, a, a chat with one of the journos that, that I was digging through with this yesterday, and um, he sort of said, I, I don't know how much I should say at the moment because I'm not sure if he's going to put a story out there, so I don't want to like <laughs> steal his thunder. But uh, what it appears to boil down to is a service which someone put together to see if anyone would actually sign up and join it, and then if they did, then they could turn it into a marketable product. But that just doesn't feel like it actually holds water because it was like that the date that this was done was apparently many, many years ago, but then I'm seeing script tags with SRI attributes as well as a bunch of timestamps in the data itself being within the last few months. And then why would you use real email addresses? And if you are using real email addresses, aren't you now in some way culpable for using someone else's PII in a way that, they certainly never gave consent for. One of the things that it really made me think of is, like, again, just how much control we kind of lose of our data, right? Like, these people had absolutely no idea that their data was in there. Uh, and actually, everyone that replied was, was pretty cool. No one was, like, super... Well, I can't be pissed at me, but no one was, like, super pissed at the site. But isn't it strange that where our data actually goes to? Yeah, look at the comments here. Uh... Brennan says birth one is the first side of the body, birth to the other side. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But this, again, like this is just adding to the oddities of the, the whole thing. Uh, Srijan says the DBA there definitely knows something we don't. <laughs> Matt says, are they tuples? I don't think they're tuples. Ah, uh, uh, so anyway, look, it's just super, super weird. So that won't be going into Have I Been Pwned. I don't see any reason for it to other than if it actually got press in the news and then people were like really, really curious and wanted to know if their data had been used in it. But I think as it stands, it's I blew a bunch of time on this for for pretty much no actual outcome. <laughs> it's just, you know, this is, this is what happens with some of these data breaches. Now, meanwhile, there's been all these other things flooding in, all these other data breaches. I've still got an inbox full of mail from uh, from people who have sent breaches through and I'm still trying to get on top of my inbox and also get on top of how for the longer term I make this more sustainable. I give that a lot of thought. So I think there'll be more coming on that. I'm going to round this out now as an 18 and a half minute weekly update, which is going to be the shortest one I've done in a long time uh, because I do have that beer commitment. It is 5.30 on a Saturday afternoon. So we are at that time of the day and at that time of the week. Uh, look, thanks everyone for joining next week. Uh, Next week might even be a day late again. There, there are some things that need to be done. Uh, and I'll tell you, that's going to make a good story one day when we're all sitting here drinking beer. See you later, folks. Enjoy your weekend if you're just starting it. Uh, and I'll come back to you next week. Bye. You know, I lost my audio before and now I've literally lost my mouse. Where'd you ever find that? It's like when you've got all these screens. There it is. See ya. <laughs>